gets worse. It's the land of the free, home of the brave, John. Ooh-wee. The free what? I don't know. Free to live in a in a trailer park? Yep. Free to own guns. I don't have to have teeth if I don't want them, John. Ooh-wee. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> if you insist. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? Chris, it's been an interesting week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I get a phone call from my sister Thursday morning Mm -hmm. to tell me that my mother fell for a scam. Oh, no. Somebody called her in a very thick accent, told her there was a problem with her Amazon account. She said, I don't have an Amazon account. (laughs) <laughs> and she ended up going to CVS oh. to buy four $500 Best Buy gift cards. The clerk said, are you sure this isn't a scam? And then she had to get another one and drove to Best Buy for it. And the clerk again said, are you sure this isn't a scam? Oh, man. So fortunately, um, she had – she still had the cards you know it was one of those things like okay when you get there call me back with the numbers right so she did that i i don't know why she's smart she should know better she said she just he this guy just kept talking and confusing her and making it worse and she bought into it and um out of the uh she bought um yeah, $2,000 in gift cards. Out of that, one of them had already been used. Mm. And another one had like, you know, 10 bucks on it, taken out of it. So Best Buy immediately canceled the other cards and gave her a credit. Okay. And um, she, they called the police, did a police report. They had the guy's phone number. And he stupidly answered it when the police called. (laughs) Well, because they think she's calling back. Right. So Chase seems to think they'll be able to get the rest of her money back, which is, you know, only about 500 bucks, which is a lot better than two grand. Yeah. But it's just uh, the world is full of shitty assholes. Yep. And then today... I get a phone call and I usually don't answer my phone, but it was a 1-800 number and I just bought the new car. So I didn't know if it was something with my insurance and I answered it. Right. It it was this camel jockey with this thick, thick freaking accent telling me that my Amazon account had been compromised. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I have multiple fraudulent charges so I'm sitting by the computer, so I pull up my account. It says nothing. Everything on there is stuff that I've purchased. Yeah. 
um, immediately changed my password. And it's like, I told her, I said, yeah, I'm looking at my account. I don't see any fraudulent charges. Well, we've hidden them because we didn't approve them. <laughs> what I need you to do, I need you to go to this website, this secure website. And he, and he spells it out. And, uh, it's called any desk. It's yep. an app for remoting into somebody's computer. Yep. And I told him, I said, yeah, you know, this doesn't sound like an Amazon address. And he hung up. <laughs> but it seemed legitimate. There was, there was a, when I picked it up, there was a message saying that there was a problem with the account and, you know, press one to speak to a representative. I'm like, okay. And they kind of had me, you know, thinking, well, maybe something was wrong. But then when I looked at the account, it's like, yeah, no. Jesus. But, um, yeah, the world is full of assholes. Wow. Yeah. The, and, and from what I understand, they, when they're calling people, they're looking for the older folks. Oh yeah, definitely. Because they're not, they're not as savvy with these phishing scams and, Mm-hmm. You know they're more they're more out to be like oh like your mom like I don't even own a uh I don't have an Amazon account but if you're saying that there's something wrong then right there must be yeah it it's it's sad it's very sad it's disgusting and the thing is the gift card that was used was used uh just over the border in New Hampshire really it's like okay well then they should. Since you know where it was used, you should have them pull the security footage and get the exact time of the transaction. Right. And see if you can identify someone. So I don't know. It's it's in the police hands right now, so here's hoping. Well there is um um there is a a, a couple of people on YouTube that I've watched that um, will call these people mm-hmm. like, like they get their phone numbers from victims. So they'll call them. And a lot of times they're over in India and well, that's, I mean, that's what the accent was. Right. It was and, incredibly thick. It wasn't a call center. It was, I don't know. Yeah. So, so what they do is when they call, they have like a virtual machine set up um, and they will download any desk to that, virtual machine and then they're able to log into the scammers computer mm. and then they delete all their files no way yeah the, there's a there's a ton of them on on um on youtube if you type in like like scammer um i i don't even remember what it's called now um let me see if i can find one but like there's this one guy that that has like a voice changer and he changes himself into an old woman wow um yeah, it's a, uh, it, it's it's pretty good. Uh, who's the guy? Uh, let me see if there's a there's a channel called Scammer Payback. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Kit Boga, who's one of the the ones that does it a lot. Uh, I think Kit Boga is the guy that does the the, um old woman voice mm. and they just they just and they keep them on the line and, and they're just like so what do i do now 
And they're like, okay, so you got to get in your car and do you have a best? And as they're saying that they're going through all their shit and they're pulling like, um, customer lists and then they're deleting everything off their computer. And then, and then they tell them at the end, they're like, so where's all your files? And like, they get hung up on, then they keep calling them back. And like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty fucked up the way that like these people just will prey on people. Yeah. <sighs> Assholes. <laughs> yeah. At least your mom didn't get taken for two grand. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's like I told her. It's like if you don't have the account, hang up on them. You don't have to stay on the phone. Yeah. If you're feeling uncomfortable, hang up on them. The final con. If it's a real problem, they have to contact you in writing. Right. Nobody's going to ask for your account number, your password. Um your your credit card number none of that stuff one of one of the best things that you can do if you're unsure is to say okay i'm gonna hang up now and i'm gonna call amazon directly right and i'm gonna call customer service and just hang up and call customer service and they'll be like no like that's a scam right yeah i i get a lot of calls where i get um people with accents leaving me messages where they say that there's the IRS is looking for me. Oh yeah. I get those. And that, um, yeah. And that, like there's, there's a warrant out for my arrest. I love those. Yep. yep. I love those. Cause I'm the, like, okay, the police the are on their way to your house right now, yep. but you can, you can, you know, you can, you can solve this. If you go and you get, you know, $5,000 in best buy gift cards yep. and read me the numbers over the phone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> people do it yeah and you know it's i don't i it, i feel bad because your your mom got suckered into it mm-hmm. but the like just the idea that anybody thinks that um you're gonna pay off your amazon debt with gift cards right like it's a weird it's a weird play for the scammers but people do it. Yeah, exactly. And people do it. In fact, my sister got a call maybe about a year ago from somebody doing that. And she immediately knew it was a scam. So she just screwed with the guy and yep. kept him on the phone. And she's like, okay, I've got to go get my car. I'm go- I'm on my way to Best Buy. Yep. And, you know, just played him for like 15 minutes. Yep, because that's 15 minutes he's not preying on somebody else. Yep. Yeah. Yay. It's an awesome world. Do you remember that um there was a there was an audio clip going around a while ago the 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 guy would always get wrong numbers so he pretended to be a cop. Do you remember that no, one? No, I don't think so. No. And and the the guy called and asked for like Jeremy or something and and he was like no, this is officer so and so. Uh this is Jeremy's phone. He was just uh murdered. And then he's like, he's like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just, no, 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 no. Who are you? Where, where are you located right now? And he does all this stuff and he's like, do you, did you know him? Are you his lover? And the guy's like, no, no, no. I'm just trying to do this. And he's like, well, I'm going to need some identification. Like you're going to have to fax me something. And like, he just keeps these people on the line. Wow. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I'm glad she'll be able to get her money back though. Yeah, hopefully. If not, it wasn't a lot. Yeah. I mean, it's 
you know, it's a lot for somebody retired, but yeah. Yeah. Could have been worse. <laughs> much, much worse. Uh. Much, much. So while we're talking about the shitty world we live in. Yeah. Remember the series Utopia? Yeah. Yep. Got canceled. Amazon now has the UK version. Oh, really? It's only 12 episodes, two seasons. Okay. It's different. It's the whole premise is incredibly insidious. Okay. Um, John Cusack's character isn't in it. Um, Dwight Schrute's not in it. <laughs> um, there's a lot of government corruption and shadow agencies trying to um, push through this vaccine that they think will just um, make the population um, unable to, to have kids for, you know, several generations. And in that time, you know, the old people die off and they're not being replaced. And, uh, you know, it's Thanos. It's the snap. Right. It's exactly what it is. Um, it's a lot more violent than Amazon. And I thought Amazon really? was pretty violent. Oh, yeah. There's torture in season two that is just horrible to watch. <laughs> okay. um, but they end up finding so. Oh, and Ian McDermott is in season two. Really? He's the guy who created the comic book. Oh, OK. So he's in it. Um, first episode of season two was awesome. It was like a an entire flashback to the 1970s and how the guy kind of got started and why Arby became the way he was and um, all kinds of stuff like that. It was, it was really well done. I'm like, Oh, so this is going to be like an origin story. <laughs> and then episode two jumps to the future um, where you see some of the same people. Um, Wilson Wilson ends up working for this agency. Okay. Um, Arby was Arby is Jessica's brother. Okay. And the father was drugging him to see if he could remove emotion from him. <laughs> and he kills the pet bunny right in front of the kid. Oh. And the kid has no response to it. And then later the mother buys another bunny and she leaves him alone with it. And he just tears it apart. <laughs> I mean, there's bunny guts and fluff all over the apartment. It's, and you know, he's just kind of standing there as a toddler licking his fingers. Oh, <laughs> um, but the whole idea is that they're going to release this, um, this Russian flu. And the Russian flu will um, require people who will then need to take the the vaccine. Right. But you find out that the vaccine was actually manipulated so that it would only it would not affect a certain race. Oh, OK. And the 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 guy who created it, who wrote the comic book. Um, says we found this village in Southeast Asia where there's no divorce, there's no cancer, everybody's healthy and happy and thinking that, oh, well, that's the, you know, that's the, the genome they decide to save. And then he says, no, I chose my own. 
<laughs> so this this Russian and it renders the Russian the vaccine um, impotent, so it doesn't even work. <laughs> so it was going to be like millions and millions of people killed. Mm. And the second season is really good. It kind of keeps the the tension going and there's like you know how the hell were they able to track them and <laughs> um i don't remember how the amazon one ended other than jessica going home right and um in this one um the the uh the cia woman basically reveals that the the uh, the formula for the the vaccine is actually in her because her father injected her with it. Uh, okay. So you know she tries burning the comic book, thinking that that will end it all, and the woman's like, "No, no, no, we don't need that. Those are just pictures." <laughs> but a really weird, lot more violence. Wow. Um, differences from the the American series. The American series was very Americanized, right? Um, in the Amazon American version, they framed the little boy for killing a family. In the UK version, it's a school shooting. Oh, jeez. So yeah. it's like, oh, well, I can see why that was changed. Uh, yeah. <sighs> But definitely worth checking out, and it's it's only twelve hours. Well, and being that Amazon canceled the the American, the American, one. yeah, it's like I'm pretty sure I had looked for it before, and they didn't have it. See that and it, you know popped up on my recommended for you little slider. That that amazes me that they canceled it because that was the talk of the internet for a while. It was. Everybody was like, "You've got to see Utopia. You got to see Utopia." And then they were just like, yeah, no, you don't get to see what happens next. Well, I mean, I wonder if they canceled it because uh, it was getting a little close to home. Well, maybe. They didn't want to explore that any further with what was going on in the world. And then how would they have gone back to film it? Well, yeah. But I mean, a lot so, of TV shows are filming now, so. They are. Yeah. They are. Um, there is a new show that I am very interested in um, seeing. It's on. Uh, it's on AMC. It's basically called Kevin Can Fuck Himself. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> and the the lead character is his wife, who's they they're on a sitcom. But when she's not on camera, she's a different character. Okay. You know, like she's not, she's, she exists, but she's able to make her own kind of decisions for herself. Um, and she decides she wants to kill her husband. Oh. <laughs> so there's, there's the whole funny business of the, um, you know, her being the perfect wife in the sitcom and then trying to find ways to kill him. Hmm. Interesting. And, uh, the, the lead character is, um, 
the daughter on Schitt's Creek. Oh, okay. Which was kind of interesting because um, I can't stand Schitt's Creek. Oh, really? <laughs> and, and her character was just this horrible, self-entitled, bitchy millennial. <laughs> and um, in this, it looks pretty good. Okay. And, and it was filmed in Massachusetts, oh, which is weird. There you go. Yeah. And that's on AMC? Um, yeah. <laughs> you don't sound too sure. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find where it says where it's airing. Does this only have six episodes? Mm, maybe. Am I looking yes. at the right one? Yes. Hmm. Huh, weird. Yeah. A look at the Definitely. secret life of a sitcom wife. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, the trailer's kind of funny. Okay. You should, should check it out on, on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I don't see anywhere that where it says it's an AMC dramedy. There it is. So it must be it must be on AMC. Yep. Weird. Yep. Does, has that already started or is that still no 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 there's uh, a few trailers I I just saw it uh, over the weekend so I'm not sure when the trailer was released okay but I definitely want to see it <laughs> <laughs> well hopefully it's good hopefully it's good hopefully it doesn't suck <laughs> <laughs> Which is always possible. So I had an interesting uh, weekend. Yeah. I flew down to uh, Fort Myers for a mm -hmm. job interview. First time traveling during COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> I, there's got to be a better way for airlines to to corral people. Yeah. Um. Because because I live in bumfuck Charleston, South Carolina, there yeah. is no direct flights anywhere. Really? Charleston Charleston only flies directly to Atlanta, which is where everybody's got to fly to, and like Washington, D.C. Hmm. Um, apparently, they're going to be at some point, there'll be nonstop service from Charleston to L.A. at some point. Yeah. Um, but so you have to fly to Atlanta for fucking everything from here. Mm. So I get to the Charleston airport and, um, one of on the first flight they boarded and everything seemed to be okay. There was a family of five that was kind of sitting in front of me, um, mother, father, and three little kids. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had a connecting flight in Atlanta and there was like 25 minutes between landing and getting on the other plane. Wow. And it was, it was one concourse over. So it's not like I just had to go to another gate. I had to go to a whole nother concourse. Yeah. And in Atlanta, they're all under, like all the passages are underground. So you have to go like 
way down to gate 30 and then turn left and go down an escalator, get on a train, get off mm-hmm. at the next concourse, go up an escalator and get to, to your fucking gate, which, and for every single flight, my gate was at the very end of the concourse. Of course. So, yeah. So you're constantly running. Um, and be, being that it's COVID, I'm like double masked because I'm getting on an airplane. So right. like I'm barely able to breathe and I'm running and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to pass out and die here in Atlanta. Great. So we land in Atlanta and the dude, you know, they're like, okay. Um, everybody, um, we ask that you take some extra time when departing, you know, when the person in front of you is six feet away, then you can go get your bag which I really feel like if you're in a connecting flight somewhere, you should be the first ones off the plane. Sure. Like it should be like who here's catching an, another flight. Okay. Yep. You guys go first. Um, but the guy and his family took their sweet ass time. And then his little prick of a kid's son wouldn't move. And of course they are the, um, the row right in front of me. Of course. And I'm like, come on the dude's going come on jordan or whatever the fuck the kid's name was um you're holding everybody up and he's like i don't care i'm not moving and he's like standing in the middle of the aisle and i was like that's when you pick him up and you move him right like what the fuck so i barely make it to the next plane and during covid they've now decided to load the plane from the back forward which is supposed Mm -hmm. to i guess help but when they say rows 30 through 20 can board you still have the same bullshit of people trying to like push their way onto the airplane yep and i'm like this you know as long as i get on the plane i don't fucking care Mm -hmm. but like i'm playing by the rules i've got my phone i know what my seat is well those are all the mistakes you've made (laughs) i know and it's it's fucked up because it was like um, you know, they're loading from the back of the plane and I'm in the middle. So I've got to wait a little while. And these people are just coming up to the gate, like from a different plane and just walking right on. And I'm like, can't you fucking stop them? Like from checking in? Right. Like, no, we're only, but are, are you in rows 30 through 20? No. Okay. You've got to wait. And the fucking people on the way home last night, like, I went down for a job interview, went to the interview. Um, they drove me back to the airport. So like I was flying into Charleston from Atlanta at like 10 o'clock and at 10 o'clock in Atlanta, nothing is open. There's, there's no food places open. There's no, so it's a bunch of whiny ass people that are hungry that then decide that they're just going to fucking board the plane. And it's like, Oh, you guys are a bunch of fucking assholes. (laughs) <laughs> I get I get to the airport in Fort Myers and I'm I'm talking to my dad on the phone and um I hang up and and I stand up to do something and and I notice a cop walking towards me and I'm like I got my mask on okay he goes walking past me to the guy behind me and apparently the guy that was sitting behind me had caused some kind of ruckus on an airplane He's not wearing a mask. Oh. So shortly after six more cops show up and he's screaming that somebody stole his bag and he's got no identification. And the cops are like, 
you know, patting them down and do you have any weapons on you? And like, where did you come from? How do we know that you got off a plane? Like, so I was like, oh, this is going to be a lovely fucking trip home. He fortunately wasn't on my plane. Oh, good. Um, but the family of Muslim people in the Habibs really scared the oh, shit out of all the other people. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, there there is inherent racism in this country. And oh, when, yeah. when, you know, white boy from Atlanta or Charleston or whoever is sitting there and he watches the guy um, go to the end of the thing and turn north and get down and pray or east or mm-hmm. whatever it is, um, you start hearing these people talking and it's like, they're not going to blow up the fucking plane. Everybody just fucking <laughs> relax. They're not going to sacrifice the little baby that they're flying with for whatever. Like, get was over it. Was it really a baby? Yes, it was. Because it okay. cried the entire time. It could have been a recorder. <laughs> it just, you know, it was just one thing. Like, we're flying, we're flying in a pandemic. The amount of people that I saw that weren't wearing their mask correctly boggles my mind. Yeah. You were in an airport with thousands of people. Pull up the goddamn mask. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, uh, so, how did you feel on the flight? Did you feel safe, or did you feel like you had to go and take like a silkwood shower? Well, I flew Delta, and Delta um doesn't seat seat anybody next to you if you're if you're alone. Okay. Um, in a row of three, the aisle and the um and the window seat are occupied with a seat yep. between you. And when you get on the plane, they hand you um, like a Lysol wipe. Yep. And you wipe your seat down and you sit down and, and um, I stayed double masked the entire time. The only time that I, I took my mask off was to like take a drink of water and uh-huh. it literally was pull it down, take the drink, put it back up. So I felt okay. Okay. Um, nobody on the plane was coughing or hacking or, you know, that the, they play this video on the, in the beginning that talks about how they've redone their pure air purification system. And, mm-hmm. you know, I had read that like an airplane's oxygen supply is, is like some of the safest right now because of what they're doing to stay in business and all that kind of crap. Right. So I felt okay. Um, I did come home and take a shower and, and put my clothes in a, in a, like a bag to wash later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be around my family for 10 days. Like I'm staying in my studio. Um, if I'm, if I'm near them, I'll be wearing a mask. You know, I'm going to take mm-hmm. all the precautions because I was out in the, in the public and you know, cause you're a responsible adult. Well, yeah. And I don't want, I don't want my family to get sick. I don't want, you know, because I had to go somewhere like, it's just fucking mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. But the amount of people that I saw that weren't taking those precautions is just like mind boggling. It, it's an incredibly selfish country we live in. It is. It it absolutely is. Uh, it, it And it just speaks to the fact that, like, I don't really want to fly again until after this is all over. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if I have to go somewhere for something, I'm going to see if, if I can drive because 
at least then I have some control over everything. Sure. And fortunately, like, like Atlanta to Fort Myers, there wasn't that many people on the plane and Atlanta to Charleston last night, because it was the last flight of the night. Wasn't totally booked either. Okay. So I felt a little better last night. There was nobody in the rows, um, two rows ahead of me and two rows behind me. So, you know, I was in like a little area, so I felt Mm -hmm. better, but you know, that flight's only an hour. If that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, at least you flew Delta and they're not filling that middle seat because that would freak me out. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Being right next to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't do that. Not at all. But uh, it was it was definitely an interesting experience. Not one yeah. that I'm I'm real crazy to to redo. Uh huh. But you know, whatever. Hmm. Well, good. Glad you made it back safe and sound. Yeah. So, um, one of the shows that I've been hooked on um, for the last week or so is Deadwood. Did, did you watch Deadwood? I didn't. Okay. I never got into Deadwood. So. I tried watching it a couple of years ago when I was using my father's HBO login for Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. And at some point something happened and he needed to change his password. So I never got to finish it. Um, And I was only in season one at that time. So um, I decided now that I have HBO Max, I'll start watching it and got hooked. And um, Ian McShane and um, Timothy Oliphant and Mm -hmm. um, like... Like the, the the guest cast in this show is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many people that wind up on like other shows that I've watched. Like um, there's a ton of people that wind up on Sons of Anarchy and um, um, Walking Dead and all these other shows. And like Kristen Bell is in the show for a couple of episodes. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Sarah Paulson is in it for a couple of episodes. Um Steven Tobolowski is in it. Yeah. Like, like all these crazy people, like every time somebody shows up, I'm like, holy shit, they were in this too. Hmm. But one of the things that about the show is it's much like, um, game of Thrones. There's a lot of nudity and there's a ton of cursing. I think they said that in the first episode, there's like 134 fucks in the first episode. alone. Um, but there's a, there's a ton of nudity. And so, um, I had decided that I was going to load a bunch of the episodes on my phone because you can download them from HBO max. Okay. Um, and watch them on the plane. It was an hour. It's like an hour flight both ways. So like I can, I can watch like four on my trip and what I didn't realize. And I started the one on the plane and I'm, I'm holding it up in front of me and, and there were people behind me is the first thing that happens is there's a naked chick in a tub and there's a guy playing with her tits. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. And I, like, pulled it down. I was like, oh, God. Okay. It's like, well, hopefully they didn't see. But, I mean, if... if I know you watch um, American Gods. If you like Ian mm-hmm. McShane in that, you probably would really like Deadwood. Oh, okay. Um, Might have to check it out. It's... Um, it's only three seasons. I think it's 12 episodes. A oh, season. okay. Um, and there's a two hour movie, I guess that they did like 10 years later to wrap it up. Mm. Um, but it is, it's, it's a lot of 
um guest stars and like it's it's um powers booth isn't it and um well did you you didn't watch um lost in space on netflix did you no No? the mother from lost in space is in it and she's a major character but in lockhart no from the remake (laughs) oh and not that From terrible the remake after the bad Matthew LeBlanc. I was version. about to say not the terrible Matthew Matthew LeBlanc version. Mm-hmm. The 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 Netflix series it's actually pretty good. Um. So yeah, it's Deadwood. Deadwood is is fast becoming one of my favorite shows. Okay. Did you uh Did you watch WandaVision? I did. We got some answers. Wow. We did. We got answers that we kind of knew the answers to. Uh, yeah, but it's nice that like they were confirmed. I guess. Yeah. Um. You know, there that we finally figured out who Agnes was, as if you didn't mm-hmm. know. But the fact that she's kind of basically controlling everything. Right. Um, I'm kind of interested to see what her actual outfit looks like. Yeah. To because apparently the people who have seen it says it's kind of right out of the comic books and in the comic okay. books she's a, like Agatha Harkness is like an old woman in the comic books. Yeah. And, but she wears this like uh purple, purple, like gown thing. Um, and you can kind of see a hint of that when they play her theme song, which I thought was kind of interesting. I loved her theme song. <laughs> really did it was so funny i mean and it's like it sounded like the adams family a little bit it sounded like uh the monsters <laughs> i really can't picture anybody else playing that character now like no like i really feel like katherine hahn was the the only choice that they could have picked for that mm-hmm. um with all the stuff that they had to do and all the all the different time periods she just kind of is like hit it out of the park and yeah she's been great and i don't think she's the big bad i think she's part of it but i still think that there's something else coming well i mean if you stayed all the way through Mm -hmm. you you see that the the what's what's the book called the dark dark hold well there they so apparently there's been some question into whether that's the dark hold or not because i guess they introduced the dark hold on agents of shield. Yes. So agents of shield is up in the air of whether or not that's Canon in the MCU. Mm, so shouldn't be a question. Well, apparently there's a lot of, there's a lot of speculation on whether or not Kevin Feige thinks that what happened in agents of shield is happened in the MCU. Uh, okay. Um, because that was part of that TV like offshoot that he didn't have kind of like a hand in. And so like, like all the Netflix superhero shows kind of happen in the MCU, but they really don't. Um, if you watch like daredevil or Luke cage or anything like that, you can't see the Avengers tower in New York Oh, and shit like that. Um, okay there was some weird like rift between Feige and the guy that was running the TV side. And so like at one point Feige said, none of it was Canon that included agents of shield. So if that's the dark hold there, 
that brings the that brings um, Agents of Shield into the MCU. So I don't mm-hmm. know. But that's that's glowing orange. Uh, Agnes glows purple, and Wanda glows red. So right. Um, and apparently, um, um, what's her name? The other one, Monica. Monica. Monica glows blue now that she's right. photon. So, mm-hmm. which I think I think it's the TV shows are a great way to do origin stories without having to do a, a movie. Sure. Now they can take photon. They can put her in Captain Marvel two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to you don't have to sit there and wonder how she got her powers or have to sit through her getting her powers. Right. Now it's all, you know, Wanda did it. Or whoever's controlling the hex. Um but yeah, it's what do we got? Two episodes left? Yeah. So they're saying there's still a cameo coming from somebody major. I saw some speculation that uh, Al Pacino Pacino. might be a guest star. As like the devil from... Yes, from um, Vaughn or whatever his name is. But like, wasn't he already the devil in in, um, the the Keanu Reeves movie? Yes. Devil's Advocate. Where he played, he was like the devil as a lawyer. Right. That'd be weird. I think it's I think it's Benedict Cumberbatch personally. Really, as as Doctor Strange, okay. I think he takes Wanda at the end, and that's why that's how she winds up in the next Doctor Strange movie. Oh, okay. Because they've also, I guess they've also confirmed. Um, they just announced the next title to the next Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. which is Spider-Man: Phone Home. Yeah. And I'm not sure how to feel about that yet. Um, but I guess somebody let it slip that Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be in that film too. Oh, and like, it's really kicking off the whole multiverse, which is why they're thinking there's going to be like Spider-Man villains from other franchises and possibly other Spider-Men from other franchises. The sinister seven. (laughs) I want to see the Bumblebee guy. <laughs> you don't want to see Jamie Foxx back as uh, as Electro? No. Because you're getting it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they also announced, I know, um, I don't know how excited you are for the Snyder Cut of Justice League that's coming out next month. Uh, I am. Apparently they've shot a end credit scene that the people that have seen it is said it's mind blowing. Really? I'm my, my guess is they're bringing Ryan Reynolds back as green lantern. Oh, really? Just, okay. just for that, just as a little, you know, they're never going to do it again. He's never going to be green lantern again, but it would be interesting for him to show up at the end to recruit somebody. Right. I don't know how Marvel would feel about, that but i think that would be an interesting play hmm okay because then then they could make some kind of reference to it in the next deadpool movie of course did you see deadpool 2 
Uh, no. No. I barely saw Deadpool <laughs> 1. Uh, at, at the end of Deadpool 2, he there's there's time travel involved and he goes around fixing past mistakes. Okay. Um and so like there's a there's a scene at the end of Deadpool 2 where he shoots the Deadpool version of himself from the Wolverine movie. Okay. And and kills him and then there's a scene where the actor Ryan Reynolds is looking at the script for Green Lantern and Deadpool comes up behind him and shoots him in the head. <laughs> and then Deadpool looks at the camera and says, you're welcome, Canada. And then like the movie ends. Uh, hmm. So, um, I just think it'd be an interesting talking point in the next Deadpool movie. Sure. Are you excited for Falcon and winter soldier at all? Or is that, I don't know yet. No? I don't know yet. It, it kind of looks like it's going to be a buddy cop movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, they had a good dynamic in like, um, what was it? Civil War. Yep. Where they're, they're playing off of each other. And I feel like Anthony Mackie has become less annoying as time has gone on. Like there was, there was always those behind the scenes shots of like when they were filming and he feels like he did really well. He'll yell, cut the check at the end. Mm hmm. And I don't think he does that so much anymore. And I think like you know, maybe he's grown a little bit as an actor. So, okay. uh, I mean, it's it's kind of his show with with Steve giving Falcon the the um, the shield at the end of Endgame. So I don't know. We'll see. have to wait and see I am interested in the the Marvel what if series Uh, yeah I think that's got some good possibilities yeah I I I think that um, it's going to be interesting to see how what they do with um, the one with Chadwick Boseman in it okay just as a um you know, see see if if they kind of leave it as it is, or they try to make it into something for him. Um, but I guess in that he's Star Lord. T'Challa gets taken by Yondu instead of Peter Quill. Oh, okay. I think that's. I think that's his story. I, yeah, I think that's the story. So. Um, and that'll be the last time he's ever heard as T'Challa. So, right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some of that looks really cool. Some of it looks like, um, you know, with the uh, um, Peggy Carter getting the super ser- super soldier yes. serum instead of mm-hmm. instead of Steve Rogers, and but Steve gets an Iron Man suit. Um, you know, all that stuff kind of looks interesting. I'm, I'm glad that they're, they're stretching in that and like they're, they're able to kind of like tell those kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. It's nice that they're not taking themselves 
too seriously. No. No. Um, it would be a shame if they couldn't do that, but. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Mm hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Um, I have something new for you to check out. Okay. What? Um, it is called Hanging with Dr. Z. Okay. It is Dr. Zayas from the 70s Planet of the Apes hosting a celebrity talk show. <laughs> okay. Um, it's in. comedian Dana Gould, okay. who was kind of popular in the, the 80s, early 90s. Um, and it's just very, it's very, uh, I like the humor because he, uh, he makes these stupid comments about like Elkie Summer, who was a, a talk show fixture in the seventies and probably nobody else knows who she is anymore. And it's just very funny. He's the first one. He interviews Steven Weber from wings. Right. And then uh, the second one, which I think just posted today, he's talking to uh, Tim Meadows from <laughs> SNL. But uh, it it's just stupid, silly fun. He's He's got a playlist. He's got a Twitter. He's got an Insta. <laughs> and the makeup is pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures. That's That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the mouth moves when he talks and... <laughs> Um, they're really short episodes, Are like they? less than 10 minutes, Okay, but they're just quirky. Like we're weird. They should bring, he should, he should do, uh, an episode with, um, oh fuck. What's his name? Roddy McDowell. No, the, the, the musician, the guy who wrote all the songs for the Muppets. The musician, Paul Williams, Paul Williams, because, um, Paul William Paul Williams was in some of the eight movies. He was? Yeah. He he actually there is there there was a, a Tonight Show episode. Yeah. With Johnny Carson where he showed up in full makeup because he came right over from the the um Really? The, uh, the I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Paul Williams did a bunch of shit. Yeah, he did. He did a lot more than people remember one, him for. One of my favorite documentaries ever is the one where they they ask the question of whether or not he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, of course he's still alive. He's like touring in, in like, um, uh, he, he was touring in like uh, Asia or something. Mm -hmm. uh, what was that called? Paul Williams still alive is the documentary <laughs> from 2011. And okay. it's, it's funny because the trailer starts out with like, I loved Paul Williams, all the songs he did. And it was such a shame when he died, he didn't die. And then like, you see him singing on stage and stuff. And like the dude follows him around and he doesn't want a camera crew with him. Right. And so like, like they're trying, they're trying to pull all this information out of him, And he's just like, look, I, I, I said, I said you could come. I didn't say I was going to talk to you. 
Like it's 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 really well done. Have you ever watched Phantom of the Paradise? Mm, possibly. Uh, it it does not stand up. No. <laughs> <laughs> it does not stand up. I mean, and the songs that he's done, the song, the songs that he's written, not just for the Muppets, but like for other people, like would, oh yeah, let's knock somebody over with like the the things that you recognize that he wrote, mm-hmm. which would mostly be on Muzak today. Well, <laughs> I hope that but he yes. gets some kind of residuals for that shit. Well, if he didn't sell his rights out. Yeah, true. I mean, that's why people become songwriters, because, like, if they have a hit, they could live forever on that. Mm-hmm. Easy money. Yeah. I wonder what his net worth is. Seven dollars. Three million dollars. That doesn't seem like a lot for a songwriter. That's it? That's what it says. No, it I don't know. I don't know how. Well, wait a minute. That's that's a boxer. That's not Paul Williams. <laughs> he became a boxer. That's what I was. Wow. Like. I was like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Uh, this is the okay. Fourteen million. That's that's a little better. Mm. He's also eighty years old, so you know. Hey, eighty's the new sixty. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just, you know, one of the things like, like that has always astounded me about him is like, if you listen to the Muppet Christmas Carol soundtrack Mm -hmm. and you listen to that first song, Scrooge, Mm -hmm. the, the intricacies of the lyrics of that go far beyond what should be in a kid's movie. (laughs) It's. It it it's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. Christmas. Scrooge lyrics. I mean, we watch this every Christmas Eve, so. Uh, when a cold wind. When a cold wind blows, it chills you, chills you to the bone, but there's nothing in nature that freezes your heart like years of being alone. It paints you with indifference like a lady, like a lady paints in rouge. Mm-hmm. Like that's just. It's sophisticated for it's, a kid's movie. Yes, it's more sophisticated than than it should mm-hmm. be. But that's just the way that he writes. And he he wrote for Three Dog Nice. He wrote for Helen Reddy. He wrote wrote for David Bowie. Wrote for the Carpenters. Uh, did Muppet Movie and you know a bunch of stuff. Emmett Otter. Mm-hmm. He wrote the song Evergreen. Yep. Barbara Streisand's like most well known. Uh, he wrote the theme to the Love Boat. The Love Boat. Hmm. Yeah, he's very under underappreciated, I feel. Yeah, I would I would agree. I would agree. I like Paul Williams. But you should look up his his um ape interview with Johnny Carson. I was looking for it. I did not get any hits. Because I wanna say he's like smoking during it. <laughs> if you look up Paul Williams. 
Tonight show ape. What's that give you? Uh, hmm. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's not coming up. Uh, okay. What if we try? If you do, it looks like he's singing maybe in it, but uh, if you do Paul Williams Night Show Ape in Google, it'll pull up a Facebook video. Okay. don't know if that's the whole thing or not it's from 1973 yes yeah it's him singing but then in you, the makeup in the makeup smoking oh that's no genius is, is he no he is sitting there no wait what is he doing oh he's sitting at a table <laughs> but yeah apparently he was booked and he was in the makeup and he was like let's just go over there in this That's hilarious. That is freaking genius. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm glad that I can enlighten you with that. Yes, thank you. <laughs> that That's hilarious. I love that. I love that. I'm trying to think of what else I watched this week. Um, Have you checked out the Muppet Show on Disney Plus? I haven't. I've been meaning to. Yeah. Um, I would like to. Is it is it the entire run of? It's the entire Muppet run. Show? Okay. Um. Uh, there's still some stuff missing because of uh, song rights. Really. Yep. And there are two episodes that are completely missing. Really? Yep. Do you know which uh, one? One of them was Brooke Shields. Okay. And um, apparently because there's a lot of song rights issues in that one. Oh. And the other one was supposed to be um, Richard Pryor. Okay who did not show up. Oh. So one of the writers, uh, what's his name? Chris Langan stepped in and did the, did the episode. Oh, okay. Well, in 2007, Chris Langan was arrested for being a pedophile with kitty porn. And, um, and, and the Muppet episode, several of them have the, you know, this was from a different time and, in history and it's not socially acceptable today, but we wanted to preserve, you know, this is kind of like a time capsule. I don't know what kind of warning they would put on that. <laughs> but I, I think in general, people aren't going to know. No, they don't. Because one time I got yelled at for playing, um, <laughs> Uh, Gary Glitter 
Oh, the, was that rock and roll part? Whatever. Rock and that, roll part the song too, that yeah. yeah that you hear in every arena. Yeah, exactly. Um, I had this British guy come up and scream at me because I played it, and I said, "What? What do you mean? I don't understand." And he was going on and on about how he's he's a pedophile and he's in jail, and it's like I had no idea. <laughs> was this was this the the thing that you did in the place where you used to work? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I I think I worked that a couple of times, and I kind of remember that. Yeah, it was it was odd. But, you know, it gets back to that that old question. It's like, so at what point do you totally discount somebody's career? Like, you know, I mean, O.J. Simpson was pretty funny in the Naked Gun movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it it's a weird question. I think child porn is a is a line that you shouldn't cross, but at the same time, how many people really know that that story? Right. I mean, everybody knows about the O.J. Simpson thing. Mm-hmm. But well, yeah, if you, we watched it all on TV. Well, yeah, we thank, did. Thank God we haven't watched any of these other ones on TV. <laughs> I mean, we did, but like my kid doesn't know who O.J. Simpson is, mm-hmm. and if she saw like the naked gun and she thought it was funny. She'd be like, Oh, like, you know, this guy's really funny. And then I'd have to be mm-hmm. like, well, you know, he murdered his wife and her boyfriend. Allegedly. Explain that. <laughs> All over sunglasses. Uh, yeah. Well, my kid is now well, trying to get me to show her. her. So, well, you know, you know, whatever works. My kid is now trying to get me to show her horror films. So, Ooh, yeah. Not good ones, mind you, but ones that she wants to see. So, like, I'll have to sit through it, and she wants to see Slender Man, which um, I hear is a terrible film, but yeah, whatever. I think any horror movie that's been made lately is a horrible movie. <laughs> well, and and so I've had this discussion with a lot of people of, of when is an appropriate time to show your kid a horror film. Mm-hmm. I was I was shown a nightmare before no a nightmare in Elm Street when I was nine years old. Okay, and it fucked me up. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was not emotionally prepared to see a dude that shows up in your dreams and kills you mm-hmm. to the point where I didn't sleep for like two weeks because wow, you know th- th- that shit could get me. So mm-hmm. you know. Being that horror movies are so bad now, right? I don't know whether or not it'll have the same impact or not. Hmm. I don't think so. I think we're so numbed to violence, uh, possibly, that it's it's hard to scare someone. And and like she's she's seen she's seen Ready Player One, which has an homage to The Shining in it. Okay. And um they do the blood elevator and a bunch of other stuff. So she, she saw that and she was like, well, can I watch the shining? And I was like, see, I don't know whether or not she's going to find that is like something. I don't think she's going to find it interesting. No, I think she's going to wonder what the hell she's watching. I get bored. Right. And like, I'm not going to show her like the fucking exorcist because that might scar her. If, 
you know. So I don't know. Like it's it's a weird time because horror movies are so bad now that I'm like, I don't care. Like as long as you know it's fake. Right. But at the same time, I know that I was traumatized as a kid, so but they're seeing this stuff in games, they're seeing this stuff on TV, they're seeing this yeah. stuff on YouTube. So okay. <laughs> I think you just need to scare the shit out of her. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Come on, just stand over her bed in the middle of the night and wait for her to wake up. No. <laughs> Come on, I'll do it. Like paranormal activity? Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, okay. You should dress up like a nun. <laughs> Why a nun? Paranormal activity. Wasn't that one wasn't the no. nun one of those beat? Yes. No, not paranormal yes. activity. It was the other one. Wasn't it called the nun? <laughs> it might have been called the nun. Um was that it was it was based on the Annabelle series or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't um the other one we were talking about. Mm. The nun? Let's see what comes up. Yes, the nun. The nun. Yeah, paranormal activity is is like things in the attic that like pull people out of bed and shit like that. Cool. Yeah. Should make her watch that. <laughs> you should make her watch Cabin in the Woods. The Chris Helmsworth movie? Chris Helmsworth in that? Isn't that the one with the Joss Whedon? Yeah. Chris Hemsworth yeah. is in that. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Not for very long, but he's in it. <laughs> um, I mean, that that's more fun horror than, like, shock horror. What about 13 Ghosts? Uh, that's a little creepy. Yeah. He'd <laughs> love it. He'd love it. Stop trying to traumatize my kid. <laughs> I'll do that on my own. Thank you. If some of the kids today have been traumatized, we wouldn't be in this situation. Well, yeah, well. <laughs> hey, so I, I know that you're not a gamer. No, not at all. But there is somebody I think that you should look up on on YouTube. Okay. There is a, uh, a female gamer in England named Sweet Anita. And Sweet Anita has Tourette syndrome. Wait, is this the one who sleepwalks? I, no, I don't know if she sleepwalks. I haven't seen okay. that. But she has a bunch of ticks and a bunch of. Um, she is the stereotypical Tourette's. As she gets, as the tick starts, she'll yell out like, like, um. I want dick. I want cock. And like, she's trying to get something out, but the, all the tick just keeps saying it. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you can laugh at me. It's cool. And I think you might enjoy it. <laughs> Being that <laughs> we used to make fun of Tourette's people. <laughs> we did not. We, <laughs> 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 which came from a radio program. Did it? Yes. We were listening to monsters in the morning. Yeah. And um they were they had somebody on um on the phone that was talking about when her boyfriend gets excited he whoops. 
Oh, yeah. And they okay. said, what do you mean, whoop? And she started going, whoop, whoop, whoop. And we died laughing. And we did that frequently in public. <laughs> we did that in public for years. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. I'm surprised that there's not a, a video of that <laughs> thing we used to do where you hear that in the background. <laughs> did we ever do it out in public? Oh, yeah. Did we? Okay. Oh, yeah. And then we did it over the radio a bunch, but... Oh, no. We we do it walking out to our positions. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, we were assholes. <laughs> it's a good thing we've grown, huh? What do you mean, were? I still am. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Yeah, whatever. Uh, good times. But look her up, Sweet Anita. It's it's pretty entertaining. I did. Okay. It, she's not the one who sleepwalks. Oh, okay. Um, the one who sleepwalks is also very funny. <laughs> she does she have Tourette's as well? No. But she. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Uh, yeah. uh, Selena Spooky Boo on TikTok. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay. Um. Okay, Selena Spooky. Okay. Spooky Boo. Spooky Boo. Is is she sleepwalking in all these videos, or is it? Um, no, she's no. Are you on TikTok? Yeah. So scroll down to the ones that look like they're on a night in, vision. Uh, yes. <laughs> that is so weird. There's one where she escapes from her house. <laughs> And she's laughing as she's doing it. She's running around the house with a cactus. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Prayers or poot? <laughs> <laughs> Sleepwalking is such a weird thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just pours it on the floor. Oh, man. And she's like totally asleep. Yeah, just run it. Holy shit! And, and you you see the pajamas she's wearing. Yeah. <laughs> Selena Spooky Boo. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna now make me fucking watch TikTok, aren't you? It's gonna make you laugh your ass off. <laughs> the the danger cactus is funny as hell. D- d- uh, somebody that used to work at that thing that you played the Gary Glitter song. Yeah, at, you know he now yeah. has a TikTok. He does. Yeah. Um, Bill. Oh, does he? Yep. He does a lot of things with swords. Yes. Because that's his gig, but he he's he now has a TikTok where he's been putting shit up. And he I, has fifty six followers. I guess I guess he gets bored. Um 
And COVID has not been kind to him. No. He's got a new girlfriend, too. Oh. I mean, which is good. I mean, after his wife passed away, nobody should be alone. Yeah. So that's good for him. Um, But she's part of that show in Orlando called Corsets and Cuties. Oh. Yeah. Oh, because she probably does Phantasmagoria, too. Yes, I think so. Okay. They're, They're all connected, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for him. Yeah. You should be a follower on him. Should I? Do you have a TikTok? I don't have a TikTok. No. Do I need a TikTok? I... Should I start a TikTok? We should do a Dance Monkey Dance TikTok. <laughs> we should create like a dance that goes viral. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you start and then I'll do it. Okay. There's just some weird ass shit on TikTok. Mm, yeah. There's some dude squeezing blackheads out of his face. Ew. Then the next dude is dancing, and then the next dude is washing his hands in the sink. Like, what the (laughs) fuck, man? Wow. What we should do is we should start a a Twitch channel and do like a video version of Dance Monkey Dance. Haven't we done that before? Yeah, but like a weekly thing. Oh, God, weekly? (laughs) See, this is why I didn't think you would do it, so. (laughs) Well, you do one or the other. Well, that would take the place of this. Okay. We do it live, and it's done. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a weird, like, group of subjects to be on the internet. Yeah, well, everyone's famous for 15 minutes. I get the cooking thing. I get like showing recipes and shit like that. Like TikTok yeah. seems like it's a, a good platform for that, but I don't really need to see somebody like laying on their bed, looking through their phone or making popcorn. What about opening boxes of action figures? I'll see that. I'd probably watch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Why, is that going to be your thing? No. No? Because, you know, I don't open them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a TikToker named UglyHo666. Oh, good. And she has 1.1 million followers. Wow. Oh, and her first thing is is um, she's holding a Trump Pence sign. Oh, goody. But she may, this may be satire against Republicans. Okay. Too much makeup. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. All right, you got anything else for this week? Oh, uh, Stevie Wonder's moving back to Ghana. Oh, okay. The... And Daft Punk broke up. Uh, I saw that. So I'm all caught up. <laughs> <laughs> were you were, were you a fan of Daft Punk? Uh no. I will be honest, the only Daft Punk I've ever heard is the Tron soundtrack. Yep. And I like that. I I I think it fit the movie well, but I don't know any of their other music, so it's all that electronic trance stuff. If if it if Disney decides to do a Tron three, I hope that like they'll reunite to do the music or whatever. But it's not gonna really affect my day to day. No. So and they could always come back as 
themselves and do the music and not call themselves Daft Punk. Oh, that's true. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So, all right. Well, if you uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Mask up. Double mask.